It's Greg and Dan Show, WMBD. Greg Batten, Dan DiOrio, Coach Brian Wardle's over there. Thank you for an excellent game the other night, Coach. That was so fun to watch. Well, I want to thank our crowd. It was, um, you know, obviously we needed the crowd in that last five minutes of the game. And, yep. And we, we got some stops and we made the run. I knew we were going to make a run at some point. It just took a little bit longer than we were probably all like. But our guys just kind of grid, stayed tough, kept defending, kept rebounding. We got some good shots, just weren't falling, and then eventually – you know, some of them fell. We made our free throws, and we, in our zone, kind of confused them at the end of the game. So it was a good win. Yeah, it was a good win. You know, um, and you always say this, it's all about matchups. They don't match up with you well. Your length, when Leones is guarding, going back between Lance Jones and Marcus Damask, and then Henry using his physicality, because he's built like a linebacker, Damask didn't want any part of Henry. Uh, your matchups and your length defensively just took them out, the, the big two, pretty much out of the game. Yeah, that was a big key to the game. Obviously, we wanted to limit them to six or less threes. We held them to five, and then we just didn't want them to get going. Jones and, and Domask are really good scorers, and when they get going, they can really fill it up. And Jones had 13 points on 14 shots, so I'll take that. And then Domask only had five shots. I, I do agree with you, Dan. I, you know, Malavai's a different defender than Jahan, so it's kind of nice for him to see the longer, kind of not a finesse defender, but quick hand, mm-hmm. shot blocker, active. And then here comes this physical guy that's going to bump you and body you and post you on the other end. And I just thought, you know, we did a pretty good job of that. And it was a low possession game. Like when you play Southern Illinois, you got to know that's going to happen. Watching the film, they sent four back, five back, would not let us get anything in transition at all so the beauty of our team this year and why if we can stay healthy and keep improving in some areas we've won in the 80s we've won in the 70s we've won in the 60s and we can win in the 50s yeah so that's a that's a good sign that we can get it done no matter the opponent oh man i never thought about that that is really cool i have two observations from my cheap seat uh one you can't react to other than you will hopefully chuckle uh but the first one i want to say is i love watching how rink has become another coach for you. He really cares. That guy does not want to lose. And he is so encouraging. And in that one game where you were having some issue, I think, uh, with a ref, he even was encouraging you. I, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch that. <laughs> he's, he's come a long way. Oh, man. This year of just being a vocal guy. And he's got a very good basketball IQ. So when he talks, he talks intelligently. You know, there's people that talk, and they don't even know what they're talking about. They're just talking. Right. And then there's Rink, who is very basketball-oriented with his comments, very uh, meaningful talk. And so everybody listens to him. Well, the other observation is uh, there was something that happened the other night. Uh, I can't even remember what the call or calls were, but your reaction was to laugh. You were literally laughing, and I thought that is the best reaction to something that you disagree with. That was very cool. You don't have to react to my comment. You know, but I I do want to ask you this because I know a lot of coaches uh, deal with this, but when you come in and you say who's reffing, you're like, oh, boy, that guy does not like me. I mean, as a coach over the years up at Green Bay, I mean, do you just know certain refs are ready to, to go after you? Um, I would say absolutely. I think, you know, there's just this human nature. There's human. Um, and then I've been doing this a long time. And I'm a, you know, I'm an energetic guy. 
I show I show passion at times. I'm intense. Uh, I am who I am. I've, I've obviously tamed way down over the years as I've gotten older, but there's still this is my livelihood out here. This is this yeah. is these young men. These young men train extremely hard to put on a good performance for two hours, and so does the other team, and so does the other coach. And that, you know, just you just hope that it's about the players every time you step yeah. out there. It's not about anything else because you just need everyone coming in neutral and just call the game as what it is being played and be consistent with it, and players will adjust and coaches will adjust, and that's all you ask as a coach. Hey, give us a snapshot of the game tomorrow against Northern Iowa. Um, you know, they, they're playing really well. Uh, they got, they're playing only six guys, seven guys. they got nice continuity right now. They're scoring the ball. They're pushing the ball a lot more in the transition. And they got a little guard born who's just got a total green light. Jake's done a heck of a job with him because he's just – the shot making he's doing right now is is really difficult to guard. I mean, we're talking he's hitting all three levels: mid range pull ups, floaters at the rim, and step back threes. I mean, he's making tough shots all over the floor. So, and it's always a hard arena to play in, and it's always gonna it's gonna be crowded tomorrow night. One thing that's been kind of nice with Bradley this year every every time we go on the road, almost every opposing team has their biggest crowd, and so we got to be ready for a hostile environment and a, and a very tough battle. All right. Braves Plus at four, game at five, and we wish you the best. We'll talk to you later. Safe travels, Coach Brian Wardle, Bradley Braves here on WMBD.